0: Florence was the epicenter of the Renaissance, that cultural explosion that propelled Europe out of the Middle Ages and into an economic, intellectual, and artistic boom time. This is the city where civic pride, an abundance of genius, lots of wealth, and a passion for merging art and science ushered in an age of humanism. In the space of a couple generations, Florence gave us Brunelleschi's dome, Leonardo's Mona Lisa, and Michelangelo's David. This remarkable town, with just about 60,000 people in the 15th century, would help lead Europe into the modern age. You can't have an art boom without money, and the Medici family, who ruled Florence for generations from palaces like this, was loaded. It was the Medici wealth, they were bankers, along with their passion for art and their supersized egos that helped Florence fund the Renaissance and make this city the art capital of the Western world. The statues in their garden are a reminder that it was in Florence that art was first commissioned simply to be enjoyed by a wealthy elite. With the Renaissance, you had art not just to teach Bible stories or to glorify kings. Now, rich people sponsored art just for art's sake. The art-loving Medici hosted lots of famous artists, philosophers, and poets. Imagine, a teenage Michelangelo lived with them, almost as an adopted son. Leonardo da Vinci played the lute at their parties, and Botticelli actually studied the classical statues that dotted their gardens. Today, the plush world of the Medici is on display in their palaces. This lavishly frescoed family chapel takes you back to Florence at least the Florence of its aristocratic class, in the 1400s. The walls around the altar display the Journey of the Magi, or three kings, on their way to Bethlehem by Benozzo Gozzoli. Showing no shortage of ego, a Medici prince portrays himself as one of the three kings. This is an idealized image of Lorenzo the Magnificent, leading a parade of Florentines through a rocky landscape Rather than the Holy Land, the scene is set in 15th-century Tuscany. Behind the king are other family members, along with the city's rich and powerful of the day. These elegant Florentine dandies are actually realistic portraits showing the leading characters of Florence around 1450. They're wearing colorful clothes that set trends throughout Europe. Chapel doubled as the place the Medici received important guests. And by portraying their family in this religious setting, the Medici made an impressive display of power and sophistication. When potential rivals would drop by and see this, they could only think, damn, those Medici are good. Powerful as they were, the Medici were mortal, like everyone else, and eventually ended up down the street at San Lorenzo in a grander Medici chapel, which served as the family tomb. Designed by Michelangelo, at the height of his creative powers, this richly decorated room, created completely under one artist's control, is an innovative ensemble of architecture, tombs, and sculpture. Michelangelo, who personally knew three of the four family members buried here, was emotionally attached to the project. This is the work of a middle-aged man reflecting on his contemporaries dying all around him. And it seems to me, reflecting on the tension between humanism salvation and his own mortality. The room is strikingly empty of Christian iconography. Lorenzo II is shown as a Roman general, seated, arm resting on a Medici money box, and bowing his head in contemplation. His sarcophagus bears two reclining statues, metaphors for birth and death. Dusk, worn out after a long day, slumps his chin on his chest and reflects on the day's events. Don stirs restlessly after a long night as though waking from a dream. Opposite, on the tomb of Lorenzo's brother, Giuliano, Michelangelo portrays night and day. The woman representing night looks almost masculine, reflecting Michelangelo's passion for capturing the musculature of the human body. The man, representing day, struggles to be comfortable, each limb twisting in a different direction. These statues represent the swift passage of time, which eventually overtakes everyone, even the most powerful. Day, night, dawn, and dusk, brought to life in this room by the greatest sculptor of the Renaissance, meditate eternally on death.